Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Uh, teachers and, and professors and just looked at me, saw them in bewilderment. I said, well, well, Brother Haney said, I, I always just thought the spirit and the soul was the same. I, I always preach it that way. Well, I said, it couldn't be. I couldn't be. Spirit and soul couldn't be the same. Because I said, I said, the Bible said there, you know, don't you know, in, in the book of Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Well, what is it, 12th verse, somewhere along there? I don't know, just I believe it is. said, uh, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder of spirit and soul. If they could be divided, they wouldn't be the same, would they? I say, would they? You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Well, now you can let that body continue to dominate if you want to, and that body, you see, if you let it, will go on wanting to do the things it's always done, see? But this inward man has got to dominate him, present the body to God, a living sacrifice. Can you see that now? Amen. Amen. Well, that helps us then in Christian living, Christian life, doesn't it? Now then, here's what I, I desire to do. I, uh, I, I could find very easily from studying the Bible, actually, I, I did this. I, I, I endeavored to get the, the books that were taught in, in different Bible schools and institutes of learning, theologically speaking, on man and, and, and study. And, and for years I did that. I, I got the books that they taught in the full gospel Bible schools at CBI. In, in, in Springfield and, and in LIFE, Foursquare School in Los Angeles and, and what they taught in uh, Southwestern Fort Worth. And, and uh, on the subject of man, who man is, what man is. And of course I knew what the Baptists taught. I had their books. I got the books from Moody Bible Institute on that subject in their teaching, see. And none of them ever satisfied me. All of them were based on the teachings of somebody else other than the Bible. And then I talked. I talked to the most able Bible teachers in full gospel circles among us. And, and, and I was surprised. I mean, those who had an earned doctorate, I don't mean just uh, something that was conferred upon them, but I mean they'd gone to school and studied until they were doctor so-and-so had an earned doctorate. And I thought, surely he's a doctor. Now, he, he, he's educated and, and he'll know and when I talked to them, I was surprised how little they knew. And then I talked to some of them, and, and they looked at me. I could name some of them. I won't name them because some of you folks would know them, and that wouldn't be right. Destructive criticism is wrong, see? And I mean this to be constructive criticism, not destructive. And, and I was surprised at some that said to me, some very outstanding men, uh, teachers and, and professors, and, and just looked at me, saw them in bewilderment, said, well, well, Brother Haines said, I, I always just thought the spirit and the soul was the same. I, I always preach it that way. Well, I said, it couldn't be. I couldn't be. Spirit and the soul couldn't be the same. Because I said, I said, the Bible said there, you know, don't you know, in, in the book of Hebrews, the fourth chapter. And, well, what is it, 12th verse, somewhere along there? I don't know, just, I believe it is. said, uh, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Dividing asunder of spirit and soul. 
If they could be divided, they wouldn't be the same, would they? I say, would they? And then, uh, uh, then I read here where he said, I pray God your whole spirit, and I gave these verses to these professors and ministers and teachers. I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved by me. Well, I said if you can divide the spirit and soul, it couldn't be the same. And then if you, uh, if you say the spirit and the soul is the same, he said I pray God your spirit and soul and body be preserved by me. If the spirit and the soul are the same, be just a script to say the soul and the body is the same. See? Wouldn't it? And they said to me, well, that's right. That's right. I never thought of that. I never thought of that. I never thought of that. And that's true. That's true. So I said this. I, I, I'll tell you how I arrived. After a long period of time. Half years. In trying to divide up spirit, soul, and body. Or man. The three parts of man. I, I knew this. Went without argument. Nobody will dispute this. That the physical body, with the physical body, we contact the physical world. No one will dispute that, will they? So then the body contacts the physical realm. Then I knew this, as I studied, that it's the spirit of man that contacts God, for God is a spirit. And only a spirit could contact a spirit. And I knew that the new birth is a rebirth of the human spirit for I read where Jesus told Nicodemus you must be born again. And Nicodemus being natural could only think naturally and so he said, well is it possible for a man when he's old he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus said that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? And then I started in right there and, and I decided I'd come, come through the New Testament this way, you know, on through it. Just seeing what he said about, uh, Paul said about then, after Jesus said, it's your spirit that's born again and if you're born again, you're born of the spirit. Then I noticed that Paul made this kind of a statement over here in Romans, the second chapter and the 29th verse, he says, but he is a Jew which is one inwardly. Now you might think by me telling you this that I just got on top of this all just a few months, but it didn't. It was years. It was I was years getting this. But it finally got through to me. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. Twenty-eighth verse he said, For he's not a Jew which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit. I notice that this, that word spirit there doesn't have a capital S on it, little s referring to the human spirit. And not in the letter whose praise is not of men but of God. So you see he's saying there, Paul's saying, that here actually he's saying that your spirit is your heart. And then I noticed that he said here, and we brought this out in our prayer lesson, he said this in 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, and the 14th verse, Paul said, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. My spirit prayeth. The Amplified Translation said, My spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prayeth. Now, Paul said, If I pray with tongues, my spirit 
prayeth. Now, wait a minute. Skip right down to the 18th verse. That's the 14th verse. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. Now, look at verse 18. What does it say? Somebody, I can quote it. You know it can. But somebody read it for me. Just be sure we get it right. King James translation, please. Some of you have amplified or something else. Somebody read that. Says, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than ye all. I thank my God. Who's thanking God? I am. What for? I speak with tongues more than ye all. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth. I speak with tongues. Hallelujah. I mean, that's plain enough, isn't it? I mean, that's plain enough, isn't it, that the Spirit's I, or Paul saying, my Spirit uh, is I. It, it, it's I. Woo, glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, I mean, we, we, we Spirit-filled people ought to be able to locate the Spirit's all right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And then, then, then I noticed this, uh, and this blessed me. Over here in the book of Hebrews, here in the book of Hebrews, in the 12th chapter, here, here's some marvelous scripture that ought to help any of us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Here Paul is talking about, uh, of course, to the Hebrew Christians. First of all, the 18th verse, he's talking to them as Jews, you see, in the mount where the, where the law was given to Moses. And he says, for we, this 18th verse of the 12th chapter of Hebrews, for we are not come unto the mount that might be touched and that burn with fire, nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest and the sound of a trumpet and the voice of words, which voice they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them any more. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much as a beast touched the mountain, it should be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But thank God that's not where, what we've come to. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Hallelujah. 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 Now, I'm, why am I saying all this to you? I'm saying all this to you for the simple reason that I don't want you to think of yourself anymore as being a physical being. I want you to think of yourself as being a spirit being Amen. and of having a soul and of living in a body. So then, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit pray, but my understanding is unfruitful. I knew this, that with the physical, with the body, we contact the physical realm. That goes without argument. I know this. I found out this, that with the spirit we contact the spiritual realm. Well, then in being, being able to differentiate between your soul and your spirit, then to me it was very easy. 
to locate the last one because there's only one other realm or one other world that man lives in and that's the mental realm. So with the soul, we contact the intellectual realm. With the spirit, our spirit, we contact the spiritual realm. And with the body, we contact the physical realm. Now that's the simplest way to put it. We could say it differently, but, but I, I try my best to say it as simply and as plain as I can. And I believe that's the simplest way to put it. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call now to get this month's special offer. The six CD series that you've been hearing today, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagen, plus the mini book, How You Can Be a Success in Life by Ken Hagen. Additionally, if you call today, we'll include the bonus paperback book, The Greater Glory by Ken Hagen. All three dynamic resources for just $39.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. You can watch us on Roku. Uh, you can uh, read the Word of Faith magazine or, da- uh, or download it at, uh-huh. at rhema.org. Or you can get a hard copy by going and signing it, up. Yeah, you can watch Rhema Praise uh, podcast and... and Rhema Today, radio podcast. Yes. Uh, oh, you can, you, can, you can do anything. Or you can see us live streaming during our services on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Sunday night at 7 here on this, on the BA campus. Right. And 7 p.m. on Wednesday night. Yeah. All this can be accessed through rhema.org. That's okay? right. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> Make plans to join us next week at the same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.